Good morning, and welcome to episode 24 of Walk to Work. So today I'm actually, I am walking to work, as I've often been walking back from work recently. Uh, And it's really early. I don't think I've been at 7.30, well it's 7.10 now, to be at work for 7.30 in years, ever, not quite sure. Uh, I've been having limited success at recording uh, these past few days. Um, I wanted to talk about topics that are kind of too big and found myself waffling on for over half an hour. Um, And so uh, at some point I would like to talk about uh, blues idiom dances, but I'm not quite there yet, so that'll I'll save for uh, in a few weeks maybe. Um, And uh, it's also tied in, I guess, with uh, my approach to uh, fusion dancing and my um, approach slash beliefs about the dances that I do uh, and how to do them in a both respectful and meaningful way. so that's kind of the big topics uh, that I want to uh, address. And uh, the first one uh, to get out of the way is how I see uh, the, the various dances I do as having uh, a common thread um, of being revivalist or diasporic. No, wait, how's that word pronounced? Diaspora. Diaspora. Diaspora, diasporic, diaspora, diasporic. I think it's. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that word. Great, that makes me sound very knowledgeable on the subject. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, they share uh, some uh, common threads uh, in um, a search for respect, in scare quotes, whatever that means, and also, I guess, in scare quotes, uh, meaning. Um, yeah. So I started uh, dancing with um, Balfolk dancing, uh, which is a variety of um, dances from uh, France and more widely from Western and to a lesser extent Eastern Europe. Uh, and The, the 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 common thread there is that these dances, um, to the best of my knowledge, all of them have uh, died out in a certain sense, um, and that um, what we're practicing currently is not the next step in the evolution of those dances, but um, a revivalism, a completely uh, different thing. Uh, and I'll get, get back more uh, to, to that. Um, when I moved uh, to the, the States uh, uh, for a couple of years, uh, then I couldn't do this Balfour stuff that I'd been doing for uh, four years at that point, uh, and was looking for new dances, uh, new forms of kind of moving, expressing to music uh, in a community that felt welcoming. Uh, And so I found Indie Hop and Blues. uh, And they're kind of also uh, revivalists to uh, a certain extent. Um, Lindy Hop, 
um, probably didn't die out as early as we sometimes think it did. Um, but it kind of changed, gave way to other things, uh, and was not so much uh, being practiced. Um, and, and so our, our current practice is kind of a form of revivalism, uh, or is definitely a form of revivalism, depending on how you argue it. Uh, then I found uh, tango, and so tango is kind of um, doubly special. Uh, in uh, Buenos Aires, uh, people continue to practice uh, to, to dance tango uh, secretly throughout years where dancing tango, if I'm not mistaken, was forbidden. Uh, and then uh, it was, um, as political regimes change, people... Uh, were allowed to dance tango again, but it was still uh, kind of a um, a secret uh, working class underground thing. Uh, many people in tango do not know, uh, have friends that they've been dancing tango with and interacting in tango spaces with for years and years, and do not know their real names, do not know what they actually do. Um, Uh, and, and so it's a little bit of a weird um, dance community uh, in its original uh, practice. Uh, but to a certain extent, it could be said to uh, have not uh, died out. Uh, definitely uh, changed, but there's been uh, a steady community um, of people who either have always danced tango or have re-found tango uh, in their old age and continue uh, left off uh, from where they were before. Um, but it could be argued to be slightly revivalist. Um, and then uh, tango has kind of spread out through the world uh, and uh, to that extent it is um, uh, d diasporic. Um, and so diaspora is usually used uh, as a word to describe um, uh, people uh, who have um, uh, emigrated and formed a uh, culture um, based around their culture of origin in a new place. Um, and so there's very much this uh, question of when we... Uh, where, what, uh, what do we identify as? Who do we identify with? Who are our people? And how do our people stay uh, our people or our community um, when we move to a new place? Uh, particularly, uh, uh, so Mike can, well, one of my big examples for this uh, is uh, people, um, Irish people moving to the States. Um, people still identify to a large extent as Irish-American. Uh, and there's some issues with, uh, with uh, oppression uh, of Irish people uh, surrounding that, so I want to be careful what I say on it. Um, but generally, uh, I think more than to other extents, uh, Irish-Americans think of themselves as Irish in a way that... Um, 
Irish people do not really think of Irish Americans as being Irish. Uh, and this is true for many uh, communities uh, in, uh, in uh, the States uh, or even in the Americas in general. Uh, what I mean uh, by um, diaspora dances Wait, I'm trying to say diaspora, 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 uh, <laughs> diaspora dances uh, is not so much that people have taken their uh, cultural practice uh, and culture and uh, reinterpreted it uh, elsewhere, um, but more that people have taken the dance itself uh, and are reinterpreting it um, elsewhere. And so, for a lot of people, um, creating tango communities throughout the world is creating Buenos Aires tango. Uh, and in that sense, it's um, uh, uh, diasporic. Uh, what people, and other people are saying, well, tango now kind of belongs to the world, and so we're not trying to create uh, Buenos Aires uh, diaspora, we are trying to um, just dance tango uh, as citizens of the world. Uh, and there's, a, I think, a lot of problems uh, to, to that view. Um, I'm not sure I know tango well enough to, to, uh, to really know those, to really comprehend those problems, but uh, I have an understanding so far and it kind of fits within uh, this pattern. Uh, oh yes, blues. Of course, uh, blues uh, is kind of both revivalist and um, uh, uh, diasporic at the same time. Uh, so uh, blues might sound like it's uh, revivalist, often in the way that we talk about it, uh, but um, uh, blues um, bars where blues continue to be played uh, by African Americans exist, uh, and African Americans move uh, in those spaces, and so their dancing, uh, by and large, uh, is uh, blues dancing. Uh, and they might call it dancing, or they might give it the name of a specific blues idiom dance, not entirely sure, uh, have not uh, participated in those communities at all, so I don't know uh, what goes on beyond what people have, uh, have told me. Um, Uh, and so, to a certain extent, the, the practice of blues partner dancing in uh, studios and ballrooms uh, is simultaneously revivalist, uh, because blues uh, formerly was danced in ballrooms, and we're dancing to kinds of blues musics um, and uh, styles of blues dancing uh, that uh, are not really current anymore. Uh, and at the same time, um, it's uh, uh, diasporic because we're dancing, um, we're trying to, 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 uh, to take this blues culture and place it in uh, a worldwide context, place it and create these little uh, communities that are somehow uh, related to uh, blues culture. And so what, what I think that these things have in common 
uh, well, for one, uh, the, 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 there's kind of a, these dances are based on uh, rhythm, and they're about uh, creating uh, rhythms uh, as uh, dancers that somehow match or complement the rhythms of the music, uh, and as such are deeply tied to uh, the rhythms of the music. Um, uh, and th there are other dances I could probably do that fit into that category that maybe I'll be attracted to someday. And there are other dances that fit less into that category. Um, like, for example, uh, West Coast Swing, uh, kind of part of the point is it's being danced to uh, all musics. Uh, and the, the other thing that these dances uh, have in common is uh, we often talk about uh, tradition and authenticity. Uh, and we have a slightly toxic way of looking at this. Um, and I say toxic because... Um, uh, because it leads to, uh, to good things and to less good things. And the, 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 the less good thing is kind of we think if we do the thing in an authentic way, then we have uh, somehow preserved it, or we're somehow continuing it. And if we do it in a non-authentic way, then we're somehow um, breaking it or evolving it. Uh, and so there's uh, this is all a little bit uh, based on a, a fallacy. And this fallacy is the way that we think of uh, cultural practices. Uh, cultural practices don't um, exist um, in, uh, out there in thin air. Uh, they exist within the communities that practice them. Uh, and so some, some people have done research on this uh, that uh, especially for cultural practices uh, that are um, sort of considered as being uh, transmitted through time uh, in a kind of this is what our grandparents did, this is what our parents did, this, therefore this is what we do. Um, it is impossible to make any arguments as to whether uh, the practice that is traditional and whether that tradition is spurious uh, or not. Uh, just there's no really way of looking at it that says this is the, this is the true thing and this is the false thing. Uh, even as uh, the thing changes. Uh, but what we can know is, has the practice um, been practiced uninterrupted by a community? Does that community hold uh, the same culture? And is the community in which that practice um, is currently inserted, does that community hold um, what is the culture of that community? And is that community's uh, culture somehow in continuity or in disruption uh, from the, the original community? Uh, and viewed through that lens, uh, diaspora and revivalism, uh, diaspora and revivalism um, uh, share similarities in that um, 
what they have is a uh, dance practice uh, that is impossible slash difficult uh, slash complicated to experience in its original uh, cultural community. Um, either because uh, the, 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 the cultural community has evolved, has changed so much that it can no longer be considered the same context. Uh, so often uh, dance is like they don't literally die out, but they stop being practiced by the whole community. And then you get to a point where only uh, the older folk uh, know it uh, and maybe they get together regularly to keep practicing it. Um, maybe they don't and they're embarrassed about it and they don't share it with their kids. Um, and then you have pockets where the practice continues to survive. Something that used to be practiced by a whole community uh, is now practiced only by some of the older folk uh, in um, some geographical areas and not others. Uh, and to a large extent stops being practiced altogether. And so it means that for revivalist dances, we can no longer go back. We can find people uh, who can teach us something that they learned or that they learned from their parents. Um, but most of the teachers even that we can find didn't learn it in the same context. Uh, and we can... Uh, we can uh, go... Uh, so, we, uh, so we can learn from people and we can try to learn the thing, but we cannot uh, find communities of practice where the thing um, uh, continues to exist in the same way. And the community that we're trying to create is definitely not the same people and the same culture as the originating community. And so that's true of Lindy Hart, we're not uh, in 1940s Harlem and we can't, or 1930s Harlem and we can't go back to 1930s Harlem. Uh, and uh, in some ways that's, that's a good thing. Um, for French and European traditional dances, um, most of these practices died out uh, before the First World War or between uh, the two wars, uh, the two world wars, and so they don't uh, exist anymore. Um, and for blues and for tango, uh, when we're doing it uh, in what I've been describing as uh, the diaspora way, um, we're definitely doing this in a community that is uh, different, in a culture that's different. And so we're trying to take a cultural practice from a culture, from a community, and we're trying to have that cultural practice exist uh, in a way that makes sense um, uh, in a, a different community. Uh, and there's issues around that, in that different communities have uh, different values and cultural practices, because they exist as practiced by communities, uh, are very difficult to transplant uh, from one community to another. Uh, and so I guess another way of uh, calling these things would be transplantation dances, which sounds kind of terrible, so maybe I'll have a think about that. Um, but. Um, that's uh, what I would like to talk to you kind of the second about in the kind of the second part of this uh, is um, kind of about how we can practice these uh, transplant dances uh, in ways that are um, respectful and uh, meaningful. And I have some kind of beliefs about that uh, which I'd like to share. Uh, if you have thoughts uh, and beliefs, uh, reach out, let me know. Uh, I'll see you next time. Till then, take care.